This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like what should and shouldn't taxpayers be paying for? And what superpowers do you want your religious figures to have? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello, and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the internationally recognized podcast where we decide for the world and... Dare I say the uh, universe, and actually, if there's a multiverse, we may decide for the multiverse. <laughs> that is the, the nerdiest thing Sandeep has ever said as a person who usually picks on my taste in movies and hobbies. Okay, wait. The, the, multiverse, the multiverse is an actual yes, but it's, concept. It's not but a, it's more, a superhero who, who, may, who got radioactively bit by an ant and now is, true, has but the power it, it of is, ants it or whatever is in the fuck the, you walk. It's in the lexicon lately because in the last Marvel movie, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, there, was, there were several references to the multiverse. Nice! And, and this is going to be in the next phase of the Marvel movie. So the mu- multiverse is now something that people say. Mostly nerds. Uh, is this because there have been like 27,000 Marvel movies and they've kind of run out of ideas? So now it's like, oh, well, Superman did this on Earth, but what about Earth 3? Where uh, Well, Superman is then... not in Marvel. Okay? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Sorry, my bad. My yeah, bad. You, I just want to make sure that, yeah, you don't want to offend people one minute into the show like that, Sandeep. But um, yeah, multiverse. All right, I, uh, for anyone, any nerds that I've offended, I apologize. Yeah, maybe in one of the other universes in the multiverse, people actually like this show. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we decide for all sentient beings in, in our universe and other universes yes. uh, there we go. What, their, what their feelings should be on this show. Uh, with me as the other voice, Phil Causey, and I believe, uh, who is also, I'm the, and I believe there was a chuckle from our guest, Mercer Morrison. Yes, that's the third voice you hear today. Yeah, the, I, there was multiple chuckles. And I am by far the had. least attractive person in in the room right now, oh, so on. I'm no, feeling a little... No. Um, Mercer looks like Charlie Sheen. Yeah. He looks like a young Charlie Sheen. Like, not you this think, Charlie uh, Sheen like, before... As long as people say young Charlie Sheen, yes. I'm fine with that. You're like, you look like Charlie Sheen now, <laughs> right, no. post-AIDS, post... It's like you're like Charlie Sheen before. If he didn't do coke, he took care of himself. You know, took didn't care of him, yeah. Granted. Yeah, had a stable job, and it just... Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, wife, kids... That kind of thing, you know, well, Sonny, stability. You are you 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 say you're the least attractive, but you are the most. You're the tallest, and you're also the most educated in the room. That's that's true. Yeah, See, he is a doctor. Those are consolation. He's a doctor. Use like your sixers. brain, not your brawn. Uh, yeah, because exactly. uh, chicks really do dig the most educated. Um, I've, many I feel do. Like Tell later me where on you in life to... they do. Yeah, I feel like late, like they get their whole like I'm gonna sleep with the attractive guys. The the quote bad boys, whatever like that. And then after that, that's when they're like, okay, now I need to settle. Now I need to nest. <laughs> right. And then that's when they go after They're that. like, yes. I need a guy who lives in Williamsburg and a oh, very nice one bedroom. Yeah. That is what I'm bringing. Uh, Ladies, when you give up on trying to get someone you're attracted to and want to settle, <laughs> boom, I'm going to swoop I've, in on that shit. I've seen it. I've seen it happen with so many women that I went to you know, high school and college with, like, I'll see them marry some guys like, oh, this is definitely not the kind of guy that they would have gone out with in like high school oh, or college. God. Like, this is definitely like, a, you know, I'm settling and he's the most stable and, you know, I'm ready to do it. Like that kind of thing. It is kind of sad, though, to see some female friends of mine who I always thought were great people and some in some cases perhaps pined for or lusted after and i see who they you really down mean with. the latter part of that you were trying to like front load it to where you didn't seem 
the yeah, DVD. no, you, you 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 can call me out. It's fine. Okay, it, it is always frustrating. I'll say I'll say what I was actually thinking okay. to see some girl that I didn't get to fuck, and I go, wait, you. you you didn't want to talk to me, but now you're marrying that. Are you fucking kidding me? Like I, I've <laughs> I've thought that to myself at least thirty times in the last five years. Where you, you you just look on your Facebook and you're like, wow, I didn't have a shot, but this this fucking bridge troll. This is the yeah. guy that you want to spend the rest of your goddamn <laughs> like life I said, with. Really, it's, it's like they're wanting to you know settle down, yeah. and that might be that that might be the guy that like fulfills other needs. Yeah, I that. like how you're disappointed in someone for not being superficial. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought that, you were. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you were shallow, and now but, look at this. No, but here's the thing, though: is that 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 implies that you have to be shallow to sleep with me. But the thing is, like, I'm not a shallow person. No, no, you're not. But you're upset okay. with them for I mean, liking someone Phil, for not their looks. Bill, <laughs> I've hung out with you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you say you aren't shallow, I feel like you are. Uh, lying to the guests. <laughs> no, but uh, I, well, I feel like though that because I have talked to some girls that also like you know I I think just as friends or whatever like that, and I have just asked yeah, like, well, you know, thing, like yeah. it's different, but they they kind of do say that like you know, and I'm sorry to be you know pretentious sounding or whatever like that, but they say that it, they like fulfill needs that some of the other guys didn't or most of the other guys didn't. And so that's kind of the reason why they married them. I don't know. That's what they said to me that like, you know, cause the other guys may have just been too self-involved. I know with us being comics, that is certainly me. Oh, I 100%. Been way too self-involved. It's like, wait, what do you mean you have to leave right now? It's 1130 on a Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> Com- comedies. Yeah. yeah. Comedy and other projects. Those are my number one ladies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get you you get people angry at you because like, hey, you want to meet up at two at, at eleven o'clock? Oh, not just <laughs> that. Like, like, like what? What do you think? I'm, no, it's like that's when the, the well, mic is over. Here's one thing: is that like th- this is such a strangest thing. So this was maybe back in 2015. Is that and I think it was a show you may have been on, Phil, or something like that. I remember it was either like Phil or Fassel that was there, but it was mm-hmm. um some show going on at McKibben Lofts and someone hit me up about it and they were like, Hey, there's a show at McKibben Lofts. Do you want to do it? And I'm like, okay, cool. Which is like at where I lived, which is like a, maybe like a 15 minute walk. So definitely not that far. But at the same time I was about to go like on a, literally a stay at home date with this girl. Like the girl was going to come over and we we're going to, you know, watch Netflix, whatever. Netflix like, and chill baby. Netflix and chill. Yeah. And she came over and I just like brought it up to her. I was like, hey, you know, in about an hour, uh, they want me to be on this show. We can stay for an hour and then we can come back here. And she was like, no, no. <laughs> Pick me. It's the microphone or my push. Had she, but seen, it, had she seen you do comedy before? No, no. But Usually like, they'd be excited about that. But, this, but that's what I was thinking. I was like, this will be exciting and we won't stay there long. It's not like I'm asking her to, you know, go all the way across town or anything like that. It's like a 15 minute walk from where we are. And so then she literally was like, well, it's either me oh, or God. the show. And I was just like, I can't believe this is. And this was literally like a second date. And I was just like, well, since I like barely know you, especially it's going to be the show. And so then she just <laughs> Just left. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, like they need uh, people uh, need to know that. And I mean, like there, are, there have been female comics that have said the same thing to me that like they'll do that to guys that they're dating. That they'll just be like, yeah. you know, if I got a show, they either come with me or they wait or we schedule for another time, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here for the show that um, that you would have picked over uh, some paint tang. So how about that? That is yeah. pretty good. So you now have- we sorry. You were mentioning uh, comedy. Now, you have a show coming up. It's oh. going to be, by the time this comes out, by the way, this show is going to be like tomorrow or the next day. So if you're in New York and you want to see Mercer and, and Mercer and Friends, there's a show on, the, what is it, you said the 25th? The, the 25th, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. And he's yeah. also at the bitter end on the 24th. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the bitter end of the 24th. I yep. literally just got put on that. So, I mean, Sweet. you know, just follow me on social media if you want to know anything about that. But the show on the 25th is actually the last show that my co-producer and I, Tracy Hassel, are going to be doing. It's the longest relationship that I've had. Nice. Uh, and uh, she's moving to L.A., and uh, but we've been co-producing a show. We've gone through, like, several venues now. We're going to have kind of a, like our last hurrah and it's going to be mm-hmm. at the Vaughn, uh, I believe on the 25th. And I think at like seven 30. So yeah. All right. Vaughn it's called has mercy. Is the has name of the mercy. Show. And I don't know Tracy Hassel and Mercer Morrison. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. It's full house themed. Yeah. It's full house themed. We were just playing around with names one day and yeah, that's what it yeah. came about. Uh, all right. Earlier we talked about the universe and the multiverse and uh, Superman. Uh, so we're going to go to our first story, which involves a superhero named Ultraman. Mm. That was good. And by the way, I was just at a Comic Con this past weekend. So a lot, a lot of nerd theme things happening here on the show. Are you familiar with Ultraman? I am not. Oh, well, I'm vaguely familiar. With good, Ultraman. you should be. <laughs> so what? Ultra was a fictional familiar. superhero. First major Tokusatsu, Tokusatsu, which is a live action television drama character launched in the Ultra series by Japanese special effects studio. Suburaya Productions in 1966. Mm-hmm. Well, the character continues until present day through m- numerous relaunches on TV and movie theaters. It sounds like a character like their version of like a Spider-Man, is it? Yeah, it, it's. I'm somewhat familiar with this. It, it is kind of like the same thing. And I mean, I think this is the same studio that also did like, I forget what their version of Power Rangers is called. Like some, I feel like people that have looked into Power Rangers know about this, but like, Power Rangers, the series, literally takes, like, Japanese footage from another series that they have, and then they just overlay with, like, American actors and whatnot, and I think the well, same... Well, no, the action scenes, they literally just take the scenes, and then they film the English-speaking, like, in-between scenes, but the fight yeah. scenes are all just dubbed over from another show in Japan. Yeah, which you can tell, because, like, they put theirs on film, and then the other ones just put theirs It's super, on. yeah. It, it's super obvious. It's Well, when I was seven, I didn't think it was obvious. I loved the show, but then, oh, yeah. as an adult, it's like, Jesus Christ, oh, I used to love this so low-budget garbage. Bad. Yeah. It's so bad. I, I remember whenever Netflix announced that they were going to put the entire series on netflix and like literally i was like oh my god this is great and like that weekend i watched the first episode and i'm like i can't get through this i it's so bad but also it's better quality because i watched like a few like once i discovered that it was like a japanese show i watched a few clips but and they had like a fight scene between like the japanese red ranger and the japanese uh green ranger and it was almost like cinema quality. I was like, wow. Like, and this was like a kid's show in Japan. Like, they had like weird angles and like actually well choreographed fights. It wasn't that thing where they would go like, uh, uh, and then like sparks would fly out of them. <laughs> that was so stupid. Oh, like, it, like, this was like adult theme. Like, people would bleed and stuff. So, I'm sorry to take away from what you <laughs> were trying to People would bleed get. and worry about their mortgage. Yeah. And, uh, it was very. I'm, I'm, I feel like Keep there's, talking, there, I'm gonna get there's, a, there's about 2% of our listeners who is who is very enthralled right now, and everyone else is... If you're listening to the cars, I, we may put some so people to sleep. So Ultraman is what happened okay. with Ultraman? Well, what happened to Ultraman was a painting depicting the Buddha as Ultraman sparked outrage in Thailand. This is what happened in Thailand. Uh, yes. Sparked outrage in Thailand's ultra-conservative Buddhist community, prompting them to call on the police to prosecute the artist for insulting religion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the fourth year college student uh, from Nakon Ratshasima Rajabat University. 
made the paintings and displayed them uh, last week at a shopping mall in Thailand's northeast. Uh, caused all this outrage. The paintings were then removed, and the artist had to apologize. Oh my god! So this was literally just a guy with a kiosk in a mall trying to make a few bucks. Well, it was a woman who was a woman. A, a, a hung okay. it in a mall, and then well, it got she taken didn't out. Even make it then. She made it, yeah. She made it, and she she She's was like, it, and she tried to sell it. So she was one of those people that you know how when you go to the mall, there's like the stores, and then there's like the the walkways where there's like oh the, yeah, maybe the that's kiosks. Yeah. So it was a, somebody. Wow, this is the f- mall. It was like next to the sunglasses hut, and, yeah. Uh, from Auntie M's, she was just sitting there. Mall kiosk outrage. That's something we haven't had in the show yet. That's that's a. N- <laughs> well, I mean, she could spray the cologne in like the police's eyes so she can get away, like those people <laughs> that are in the mall. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, she. Well, yeah, they're. I'm sure they all have a network. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they all like defend each other. But yeah, yeah. Th- this yeah. I saw that story and I was just like, yeah, this is pointless. Like, it's not anything bad. It's not like depicting him in a bad light. I mean, he's you know, it's like depicting him as a superhero or whatever. So that's not bad. Uh, well, no, I guess it is though. Is what you're saying, right? It was well, the, the ultra religious being... far right Buddhist community. You know those radical Buddhists. Yeah, no, I uh, they they are uh, yeah. eroding away the liberties. They're of like, this I country. tried to meditate to get over this, but I couldn't. <laughs> I want the police to put her in jail. Otherwise, did they actually say that? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> they're like He's our religion quotes. teaches us to give up all desire except for this bitch going to jail. Yeah, I, I you know, I don't understand the outrage when it's like you're taking a religious figure and you're making them seem cooler than they are. It's like, how dare you make this thing that is going out of style cool like how dare you try to make it marketable to the kids apparently in thailand there's this kind there's a there's like a really religious uh, population like 90 percent buddhist and the younger generation is much more secular and so there's this tension yeah and the buddhists are getting a little uh uh you know a little uneasy they're they're getting mm-hmm. the, what's the word where you know you're now you're lose your place and now you're getting all sensitive and shit oh um I don't know, Straight white male, I think, right? <laughs> that's right. Losing their place in society. No. Um. No, so anyway, that's what's happening. I think there's so this has touched a nerve. This is already kind of a raw uh, thing with the, the Buddhists. So and this is made by somebody who's not a Buddhist? Well, I mean, the younger generation, they're just more like, they they take it less seriously. You yeah. Know, like they'll, that's how they'll, most religion is, I think, throughout yeah. the world. It's not just Thailand. Right. So I, I, and so it's, I think that's, that was the backdrop of this. And so, um, all the paintings were sold last week, by the way. And one of the buyers, art collector Pakorn Pornchi Wangul, auctioned oh, off them. his piece online for 600,000 baht or $28,000. Whoa. On Thursday. So, Mega, what is it? Mega Man or Ultraman? Ultraman. Bu- Ultraman Man. Buddha is worth $28,000. Well, the that's, depiction that's of him pretty... as a, as a, as, yeah, the combination that, of yeah, Ultraman that's Buddha. good. Yeah. Um, and if Buddha were alive today, he would be like, I am very happy that you have capitalized on my life. <laughs> you know, what would Buddha do, guys? What would... We need to make those bracelets. Yeah. We need to make WWBD. I, I mean, because the thing with religion I've noticed throughout this show and just life is that a lot of, like you, you just mentioned religion and you do anything that's not from the traditional sort of grain and people get really fucking upset. But like this isn't meant as like an insult, I feel. I think that people are trying to do like a like a mashup almost, you know, and they're trying to take two sort of influential uh, figures and, and, and make them into one for artistic reasons. Well, I think if Buddha were alive today, I think he would do the uh, traditional buddhist teaching of um uh suing the uh the artist for <laughs> for taking his life for for ex, you know exploiting his copyright like he is a copyright of his own image and so he'll demand 10 percent royalty 
Uh, and then he would meditate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, I what who agreed with you, Phil, is Pogporn Brumsene. His name is Pogporn? Pogporn, man. P-O- oh, Pongporn. Pongporn. P-O-N-G-P-R-N. That's what I type Pong-porn? into X hamster. Which is, if you go Pong-porn. to if you go to Thailand and yeah. put in Pongporn, you're going to find probably different shit than Pongporn. I can't porn come unless I see a woman playing a video game from 1977. <laughs> Pongporn, okay. yeah. Uh, that's just, I can't do it anymore, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's the director of the Office of National Buddhism. And he told Reuters that he considered the matter closed after the public apology. So it's not the main government Buddhist body. So it's, no one's it's no one's going to cancel. There's no cancel no, culture. You, There's no you, cancel. You're not no, there is a, they're doing the cancel culture. But this is a far right wing Buddhist group. But according to the Thailand law, the police have to investigate whenever someone complains. <laughs> so they're doing uh, an investigation right now. So they had to have the police go down to the mall and be like, hey, listen, lady with your kiosk and your art. Somebody on the internet, some conservative guy got mad at you. We have to investigate you. I think we have the theme. What's the bigger theme? We always have this. Like we have uh, we have Ganesh on uh, yoga pants. We have um, uh, some Indian gods in a, in a commercial about beef, <laughs> uh, an Australian commercial oh, yeah. with you know, beef. I, it's the same the thing. Lar- can yeah, you depict, the larger com- Yeah, say what you're going to say. Can you depict religious figures in... In different things, sort of modern pop culture and, senses, and do people get yeah. a right to be uh, offended by that? Oh, that, you know that that's a hard question. And however, as the authority uh, in the universe and multiverse, multiverse ever outrage, I, you know, I have to go fake outrage in this one. And the reason why is because they aren't insulting Buddha. They're, if anything, they're making him better. Like if it was a thing where it was like a Buddha being depicted as like a you know a homeless, decrepit coke addict or something and it was something that would be degrading to the religious figure i understand mm-hmm. but they're, they're they're making him into a, a superhero which yeah is like that's what i awesome. was saying it's like yeah. it's like kind of modernizing it and kind of again what you said like making it for the kids or whatever like that like thinking that it's cool because yeah maybe someone could get into buddha like buy it as a joke and then you know yeah. someone get into buddha oh what is this about and then they actually like look into it you know yeah, no, that, that's exactly kind of along the same lines. I was because I remember seeing thing. people like putting Jesus on, you know, tons of like Superman stuff, and like no one took offense to that, you know, because I feel because I feel like the story of Jesus, I mean, of Superman, kind of mirrors in certain ways the story of Jesus, like you know, sent like them sending their only son to Earth and stuff like that, you know. Oh, I never thought of it like. Oh, that. really? Yeah, I, I think about it all day. <laughs> no, but uh, both Christians did Jesus and Jesus wear like are... glasses during the day and put his hair he back, did. and then yeah, and while he... he's carpenting, and then like yeah, he was <laughs> like, let me happened. just write this story down on stone. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I was uh, I was at a cosplay this weekend, and I did not see any Jesus cosplays. So, is there usually a Jesus cosplay? No, because okay. I'm saying mm. that's usually a place for like superheroes and shit. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. The parallels. Well, of Superman. I consider Jesus a superhero. He died for our sins and saved humanity. I mean, maybe uh, the least you could do is dress up as him at a. Although, here's the thing: how far do you want to go with that costume? Because I understand if you have like a like the robe and like uh, what is it like twelve people following you around and shit, that'd be okay. <laughs> but if you had like the full on crucifix, that would not be okay. That would not be an okay cosplay. To it's do. a it's a little weird. Wait, why wouldn't know? it be okay? They go all out in these cosplays because that's just yeah. exhausting to carry around too. It's like. <laughs> Because, I mean, like, I'm, I'm Christian, and I really wouldn't take offense to it, but, like, it's one thing to, you know, like, dress like Jesus and have, like, 12 disciples on, but it's, like, if you see someone with the crucifix, like, walking around trying to, like, mock Jesus, I'm almost like, 
you're he's like you're gonna do this like all day i hope you realize it like you, you like your yeah. smugness is gonna have to last all day and you can't look like that you regret the decision to do it well you can't you can't like <laughs> yeah. to literally carry the- around like a big i mean it's not gonna probably be like a real wooden cross it's probably just gonna be like styrofoam you know like that but literally it's like this big huge hunk of thing like anyone that that does that that i've seen like at a con uh where you know like they're carrying around like a big ass sword or a big shield and i'm like wow this is gonna be like an all-day thing like they're literally gonna have to carry this big giant thing around for the entire time <laughs> like yeah and they always look exhausted too well, like you a, know jesus christ sacrificed a lot he died for he our did sins. and so it's so, a it's at least these people can do to, yeah. you know carry on a styrofoam cross yeah yeah it's it's how it is mm-hmm. definitely fucking cosplay oh yeah new york oh, comic-con is next month too are you gonna go to that um no i no. i maybe i don't know i always want to say that i'm gonna go but then like nothing really interests me there like and and, and like i've been kind of yeah, around i, like, I would want to go but then i realized oh i don't like comic-con i don't No, I, I like comic-con but i just i don't know nothing has really interested me in like the last few years that i've like really wanted to go because i do want to go to some sort of comic-con like I don't know if I would be willing to like literally fly across oh, the dude, country to San Diego. The or one that I just got back from is uh, that's the one you want to go to. What, which which one so was that? I just got back from a convention called Colossal Con East. Where is that? Two. It's in Pennsylvania. It's like two hours outside Damn. the city. Okay, and it is a, it's a normal Comic Con. There's like people in cosplay, um, and then there's like panels and stuff. But also, it's at a resort that has a water park. So you oh, can that's like awesome. if you're not like a hardcore into all the panels and like anime stuff they're doing, which I'm kind of not. You can go to like one of those whatever and then you can just like get drunk and go to the water park. Like so it's <laughs> pretty fucking and it's an indoor park too. So you it's always on. Uh, it, 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 I highly recommend that one. That one I have done the last 2 years. So so who is there? Who are like the big people at there this. weren't any like, big people. It was it was it's kind of a smaller convention like it, it, unless you're like really really into like cosplay fandom and like uh anime writers and artists and stuff you really wouldn't know who was there but that kind of made it fun because all the panels were like super low budget and like really relaxed Mm -hmm. and shit it was mostly just like nerds doing powerpoints for people (laughs) um see that would annoy me to like pay all that money and then maybe get dressed up in a costume and then show up and it's like you know like i have fun for maybe like 30 minutes and then like the rest of the time i'm like oh you know well, like i paid then you all go to the water money. park though that's the thing but that's what that, i'm that, saying is that that's one big reason why i don't think i would ever go to uh why i would ever want to go to like new york comic-con or even san diego com well i feel like san diego comic-con is like big you know because they obviously that's like the big well, that's the original and best where all like yeah. the major announcements are all right how, how far yeah. off course do we want to get with this well and, no this and is out still... into the weeds of comic-con now okay well you know for what? the love I, of god I, 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 people are trying to listen to this wait so you guys really stick to script so more well, i mean you, let, Lord. less comic-con more buddha outrage gotcha <laughs> uh. all right let's just rule phil fake outrage I'm going fake outrage. Yeah. Obviously, you felt like fake outrage. Yeah, fake outrage. Fake outrage. Fake outrage. So, on behalf of all the brown people in the world, you're still going to go fake outrage, Sandeep? Yes. Okay. Oh, you know, I I don't I I don't like how when religious people think they own all the imagery of their religion, it's like, no, you just subscribe to the. You're subscribing yeah. to Time Warner. You don't get to say what people do with the. I mean, that, the that's, that's, that's the whole yeah. thing about religion. Like, you don't get to decide Anything. what your dictation is. Yes, like you're, you're supposed to take the dictation yourself. You just and try take to, it up. The, you've been taking it 
for the whole your whole life because you don't question any of the, your goddamn religion. And then now mm-hmm. someone else does. I'm like, no, I'm speaking for the. You know, the, you're you're not in well, the. Well, the, well, the cool the thing about Pope or whatever Christianity is that like I've definitely have met people of maybe like religious authority, like preachers and stuff like that, who say that it is healthy to question religion. Yes. Know? So it's good because there's definitely other religions where it's like, you know, if you don't, you know, if you don't, you know, say A, B, C, D, if you don't follow that and you question it, then, you know, we're going to kill you. Yeah, you're a heretic and we're going to infidel or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hear you there. Shit on your grave. So moving along to the next door here, we're going to bring it back to the States from Thailand. And, you know, we're going to go to what might be the most local story we've ever done on this show yet. Literally, it's on the corner of uh, no no go on. yeah well it is uh it's right here from brooklyn mm-hmm. right here brooklyn heights as a matter of fact which is only about what four neighborhoods south of where we're currently yeah. recording this mm-hmm. very close to here and there's uh this is uh, one of those ones where the larger discussion is going to be i think easy for you to pick out Sandeep. and i think i already know what your opinion is going to be on this i think you do too yeah but we're, we're gonna we're gonna do this so there was a uh, some outrage sparked recently uh from a new apartment building Right over down here in Brooklyn Heights called 15 Bridge Park Drive, where uh, protesters actually showed up last week and they all stormed the lobby protesting the fact that in spite of there being quote unquote affordable units in the building, the, the, some of the units required a salary of $101,400. And that's considered an affordable unit in this building. Uh, I mean, I make that in a year, you know. Do you really? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say, uh, and the other other units in the building included uh, studios, which which were 2900 a month, and that ranged up to the three bedrooms, which were $4,400 a month. And then that's what's considered affordable housing. So the outrage behind that is basically the fact that the city has been saying, oh, yeah, we're either preserving or building all these affordable units, but it turns out that over 20% of them require rental rates of over $1,700 a month. And anybody, by the way, who's listening outside New York City, this is a very expensive place to live. I'm I'm sure (laughs) that anyone outside of here will know that that's an expensive place to live. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know what you guys pay for your rent, but I have a fairly affordable place and a lot of people here don't. It's, it's, you got to get lucky in the city. And the whole reason why they have this affordable apartment, uh, usually it's done through a lottery, idea was to help people who aren't as lucky, you know, be able to find housing. And so the fact that there's all these luxury buildings that have these loopholes where a quote unquote affordable is three grand a month. uh, Protesters are really, really upset about this. And, uh, you know, I think a lot, a lot of people definitely are. And they're one of their talking points here is they say that about 7% of apartments that require over a $2,000 a month rental rate are vacant. Where the ones that are, uh, around eight hundred dollars or less, one uh, percent. So they're they're saying if there's not even demand for these fucking. No, there's not. I actually yeah. read another article that said one yeah. in four luxury apartments are abandoned, like they're vacant. Yeah, no one's in them like that, and that's a pretty large margin for a city that keeps building luxury apartments, especially yeah. in Manhattan. There's like a they're they're building one near Central Park that you know that it's gonna. I think be taller than one world trade. I want to say that they're currently building and I'm just thinking like, you know, who's going to live here. And this kind of goes into my whole thing about, you know, 
Bill de Blasio about like, you know, he's really he really ain't sweeping up the streets or anything like that. So what makes him or what makes people think that people are actually going to come to the city in order to like get into these like big time buildings or anything like that? And the fact that like I recently uh, moved apartments. But during that time, I, re- I just discovered that like a lot of rental places or rental prices are stagnating because they're trying yeah. to keep people staying there. There's too much supply and not enough demand on the yeah. high end of the the um the marketplace right now in New York housing and so a lot of people at least protesters especially are saying like what the fuck yeah. like their rent is too damn high just everywhere mm-hmm. and that was actually the outrage last week by the way I know you weren't here Sandeep uh the Marlanis McMahon Perk said that her outrage was the rent is too damn high Oh yeah, and, and she's right. It, it's kind of one of those things. And so when and she moved here from Philly, didn't she? Yeah, which I, I was oh. just like, oh, stay in Philly for the prices. I mean, I don't know what the prices are in Philly. I've heard it's like the city's still kind of hard and not that gentrified compared to New York. Yeah, so it's still pretty cheap to live there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of how that goes. Sandeep, how do you feel about this? Uh, I think yeah. As I we think, sit in his luxury building, <laughs> right? I think the basic yeah. thing that the government should keep rents low. It's not something the government should do, and it does it so shittily every time and everywhere it's tried. You know, this happened in Bombay. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, in, in Bombay, they have all these like rules to you know protect people, but what ha- the protect tenants? And what happens is then either your building gets super shitty because there is no incentive to keep it up because mm-hmm. they're not the the landlords don't make any money from the tenants because they have these rent control laws Mm -hmm. or what happens now is there's a huge black market like you because so so can someone can say no we're keeping rents down but then you have to pay the landlord a boatload of cash under the table to get the rent because there's it's a below market value so there's a lot of people it's just it's not a good thing to expect the government to keep rents down this the even the affordable housing that they do build it's a lottery system it's not like if you need affordable housing you get it you get like 10 percent or like or like Less than like one percent get it, and so it's like it's not solving any issue anyway. And then you're, and then I think um, the New York Times was reporting that these people are given tax breaks because they say they're building affordable housing. It's just for show. It doesn't really solve an affording housing crisis. Affordable, and I just don't think the government should be involved. Um, but I think their outrage is right if they're like, well, there should never be affordable housing. No, taxpayer money should not be being given to anyone making $100,000 well, a year. And oh, yeah. That's what I mean is that that's why people are so upset about this building in particular. But also, by the way, this building is one of like you, you. There's probably hundreds of examples in New York of buildings that they're given taxpayer subsidies to build buildings and then make some of their units uh, affordable housing. Like it's a luxury building, but like some of their units are supposed to be like affordable housing, but then they, they have, they're somehow allowed to set affordable pricing rates. I mean, three grand for a fucking studio is, uh, but it's, it's yeah. becoming and if you common, have three grand to pay for common. a studio, yeah. you shouldn't get any money from the government. You know, like no. this is, you're not in the needy class. You're, you're not. Well, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing though, is that well, the, the, the whole argument, uh, is they're saying like, look, there's all these buildings that are going vacant because the prices are way too goddamn high, and the government is supposed to have this program to help fill those, mm-hmm. but they're failing miserably at it. Yeah. Well, the, if the build if the buildings are going vacant, let the whoever built the building let them lose money and let them have to lower the rent to fill it, and that's their problem. So it's this, not is, our this problem. is a free market situation for you, Sandeep. Singh. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, I, 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 I think I agreed with you that it's real outrage, right? I'm guessing you're yeah, saying real outrage. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go legit outrage in this one because, and look, I'm not trying to say, you know, go super lefty and be like, the government has to, you know, provide housing for everybody with that because I don't think that's true either. You should have your, your freedom and your choice, and if you work hard, you get a better place. That's, you know, this is America, and, and we work hard here to get a <laughs> nicer car and a nicer house or apartment or whatever. And I, I believe in that. I do believe in a lot of that. But at the same time, uh, New York City in fucking particular and a few other large cities in the country, the, the housing crisis is at a point where it's out of fucking control. And this is just an example uh, of, you know, the government. If the government is, if there's ever a time for them to actually step in and not suck at their jobs, like now would be a great time in this city. They're not, it's it. not possible for the government to step in and not suck at their jobs when you're talking about something as amorphous as creating rent that's lower than the market value. <laughs> Just don't move to New York. Uh, move the fuck away from New York. You know, if you don't Yeah, if you especially don't like if you're an aspiring yeah. comic. We, we already have way too goddamn many. Just stay, what? In, stay in Nebraska yeah. or wherever you, you are. It's There's fine. A great we don't have enough. Seen in, Chicago or San Francisco we, or LA or we do not have enough pe- enough comics. We don't. I, I I say the more the merit. No kidding. I <laughs> holy shit. This this is like something I've ranted to so many people about. We have way too many comics here, and it is. But true. the yeah. comics like are move the, like move to Bushwick and they do, and then it, it creates a new cooler neighborhood. Like it it like makes a neighborhood. I'm not just talking about that. I'm just talking about like, you know, being booked on a show and literally knowing no one or like going to a mic out in said Bushwick or some deep part of Brooklyn and knowing nobody or, you know, someone taking photos and and posting them on. Oh yeah. You need to see these people at the cellar. And I don't know any of them. Like, you know, I know like the, like the, you know, the classic legends like David Tell, Colin Quinn, all of them that show up. But then all of a sudden I see like these other people that start having shows that are like wearing streetwear, even for like a look, like I know that they're not like wearing street wear for like you know because they legit like street wear they just think it's cool to do and then i'm like i have no fucking clue who you are and yet you're acting cool on stage because god knows what that's comedy's all about is looking cool on stage yeah or but. agreeing with people's already preconceived notions of the world anyway we try to avoid the uh, inside comedy stuff ah, on the show. Fine, i'm fine. sorry i'm sorry i i, I almost opened that pandora's box here uh. but we do got to get to the uh the ruling i do believe we're i'm gonna go legit outrage in this one and i i think you said you're with me a minute ago sandeep well wait i don't want to give it out if i want worser because then i might i, the I say fake outrage uh i don't like poor people so i think <laughs> no kidding uh <laughs> No, I, I definitely say real outrage just because of, yeah, like I, I just think that the housing market in New York is becoming ridiculous. It's almost as bad or as bad as San Francisco's housing market. Uh, oh, no, we're not nearly that bad yet. Uh, yet. Well, I mean, like, you know, our streets aren't yeah, filled are. with. We're more. We're mm, no, Francis- no, San Francisco. As as us. I mean, San Francisco's having besides that. I mean, like, I would probably also put in other socioeconomic problems with that would like the extreme homelessness and you know the fact that like there is literally like the streets are filled with like feces and piss and everything like that in san francisco yeah uh, even though we have some of that here but we have some of that but here's not thing. on that level. so there's a whole neighborhood there um one of my friends told me about this do you, do you know about, about the poop map oh yeah, yeah 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 so this is a real thing where you can go online i forgot what it's called you can just google like San Francisco poop map, yeah. where a lot of people immigrate from a certain part of the world. I don't want to name countries because I would sound like a racist or nationalist, but it is a certain country in the world uh, where it's wherever that country is, it's socially acceptable to just shit in the street there. So when they immigrate to America, Are you talking about India. I don't know. I'm you not. You bastard. I don't actually think it's India. It might be Laos or one of those other countries. Okay. Around. I don't want to name the country. I know it's socially acceptable to to piss on the walls out in India. <laughs> 
Oh. In Canada? In India. Oh, oh, okay. So people move to, to, to San Francisco and uh, they just start shitting in the street. Because you know how like there's like Little Italy and like Little, you know, like Koreatown here? Every city's got one. So whatever okay. country that is, they all congregate there and they poop in the street. And so people have taken it upon themselves when they see something to report it to the GPS. And you can go on there and see like an overlay in San Francisco of what neighborhoods have the most shit in the streets. Okay, all right. That's a real thing. Uh, <laughs> all right, so it's I, not that bad here. I review legit outrage, but I think it's from a different. I don't. I, I think the left makes a mistake when they start demanding affordable housing from the government. Oh, the government shouldn't have to do everything for you. Absolutely, I completely. But agree I think then it, yeah. it creates pressure for them to do this shit, and it's always a fucking disaster. Um, it, here's no, the thing: I think housing for the homeless is a different thing that they has to do something. But like, it's it's hard to just say rents for people who are for the citizens need to be kept at a certain level. It's a, it's a disaster. I don't, I don't think there's a good way to work that. Um, they should not like put limit. Sometimes though, like rich buildings, they want to keep their view. So they like make people not build buildings. And I think that should go out. Like rich people shouldn't get to say what you can build around them. Yeah. Um, so that more units can be built to like build, make the market rate go down. I mean, there's stuff like that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So okay, but well, these we'll, like programs. We'll go legit on that one. Then. Right, legit. And now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Mister Mercer Morrison. Oh shit! Okay. Is there uh, anything you, you did tell him about this part, right, Sandeep? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you did. Uh, I didn't fully is read there, the uh, message. Is there anything you are currently outraged about that you want to maybe discuss? Let some steam off on here on the show. Something that I was a little outraged about was like Felicity Huffman only getting two weeks uh, in prison for, uh, you know, the whole college scandal. So what uh, is because I, I don't I've been following the story at all. Like, essentially, so you're she outraged like, about that. Let's talk about it. Well, essentially, like she like paid to get her daughter into college and stuff like that. Like it, it is like a huge. Is this part of the California though. thing from like yeah, last year? Part of the California thing. Okay. Like Aunt Becky and everyone's involved in it. And then <laughs> and then. Yeah. But, but the thing is that like there's other similar stories where I think there was a mom who like uh, faked something on her daughter's documentation in order to get her into a better school. And she knew she was doing it. She knew she paid, but she got five years in prison because of it. And I'm just thinking like, it, it is the same similar situation, but it is the whole like rich people thing about like yeah. how they're getting into that. Rich and people don't go to jail. Rich people don't go yeah. to jail, but it's such, it's such a crock. It's just that like, I don't see how anyone could legit do that. Like if I were a lawyer, I mean, it probably wouldn't work in a court, but I would be like, you know, like why does so-and-so get, you know, if I was doing it in California, even in like the same courtroom and my client had done something that, someone else had done and I've been like, okay, well, why does this person get two weeks and all of a sudden you're trying to get my client like 20 years? Yeah. Why is that? Like I would try to use that defense, but I was, you know, I was a little outraged by it. Like it didn't surprise me. Cause like it would be like a watershed moment. If Felicity Huffman went to jail, even for over a year, she went to jail, you know, that was, well, and by been- the way, it's two weeks in, in jail, but it's not like two weeks at like, you know, fucking state penitentiary it's two weeks in like a you know minimum security yeah. you get to go kayaking probably yeah kind of yeah fucking you get prison, to do arts know. and crafts to think about what you've done yeah it, it's definitely gonna be which that is even which is even more of an insult it's not even like in a hard penitentiary it's just like in, in practically like what you said almost like a day camp yeah and um, they'll probably let her go home on weekends too probably it, exactly it, like it, it literally is going to be that kind of thing yeah uh you know i think that's actually you made an interesting so it literally it'll just be like a weekend like because it's yeah. two weeks well they, they'll probably let her jail. out for uh, on good behavior after six hours or something exactly ridiculous yeah. you made a point a minute ago about using the defense that way and i think that that's a big part of 
uh, social justice right now that a lot of people miss because people try to focus on like the racial inequality in this, yeah. but it's like a lot of that is also the class inequality. And oh, completely. If you'd focus on that, you I, th- I feel like they'd get a lot more people involved if they if they'd actually go with like factual case studies as opposed to just identity politics twenty four hours a day. Well, I feel like that, and you know, like call me Alex Jones, but I kind of feel like that that is <laughs> what maybe bigger ups people are trying to do or, or sort of influencing us mm-hmm. to separate ourselves more by race and everything like that and not necessarily unite as class and yes. to, you know, do that. And I feel like if we disregard those, then, you know, cause I feel like a lot more shit, like you said, would get done if we were able to do yeah. that. But Sandeep was laughing at me for something. Or were you just like thinking, musing to yourself? Oh, I was just thinking that Chris Rock said this in a special, like from like 20 years ago. Oh, he's did like, he? If he's like, it's not about race, about class. Yeah. If OJ Simpson, was poor he would be or rent all the bus driving murderer yeah <laughs> oh completely yeah like that. i literally was yeah. about to like quote the oj thing but i didn't think you were going there like it's like it's like it's like it's terrible what he did but i understand that was funny yeah there <laughs> we go no i like that outrage i think that's pretty good the the fact that there's a lot of uh inequality in the justice system yeah uh, as in you know it extends because it is disappointing when you grow up in america and you find out that the justice system is in is an unequal as like oh. everything else. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, completely. That is just unequal and I mean sometimes it is equal. There are sometimes that there have been court case decisions that have surprised me that have gone like the way that it should have gone and everything like that. Like mm-hmm. I am surprised about it. But it is also just like this exhaustion of like, you know, people have like the the cop who, you know, uh choked out that that guy in staten island for like selling lucy's or whatever uh, like that. yeah i mean there's aren't there a few of those that was like a five-year-long battle though and it was almost constant like people had to constantly fight for it and it's just like is that what we have to do to get some justice in america done like it can't just be done by one court case like we literally have to like exhaust ourselves for five friggin' years in order to finally get some semblance of a decision. And wasn't that correctly. guy's punishment too? He just like got fired. He, he like got fired. Started a jail time or the thing. Yeah, but he the just, thing, uh, yeah. and like, you know, the, the city had to pay, like they had to pay the family like four or five, nine million dollars. But obviously it wasn't police funds. It was taxpayer money. And that's the other bullshit. Is yeah. that like, it still comes out of our pocket at the end of the day. And not, and it can't even be, you know, police pensions or anything like that. It can't be taken out of there because there's rules against that, which is horseshit. You know, I, I this has been a, a fun episode because we've we, we've we've mentioned like I don't want to pay for that with my taxpayer dollars twice two different topics on the show big fan of that and I think that's a pretty good place to end thank you all for listening uh, go see Mercer Morrison what is it going to be tomorrow night I think the 25th at this point down there at Von Bar yeah. uh, you can follow Mercer Morrison online at uh, at my name just at Mercer Morrison all one word and uh, also on Facebook it's Mercer Morrison so yeah yes there we go uh, you can follow us at fake outrage rep if you'd like on that there Twitter email us at the fake outrage report at gmail.com we're on iTunes give us a five star review if you've got like 10 seconds of your life to give us it would definitely uh, help us out we'd appreciate it a lot uh, but as always before we go Sandeep Sen any parting thoughts? Uh, I thought the uh, Muhammad Ultraman character that <laughs> that was created uh, was uh, also going to be more problem- problematic. <laughs> yeah, they haven't found out about it, I guess, not yet. Blow up that fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs>